0: Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of the Input Output Podcast show, uh, sitcom, whatever it is that you want to call it. Um, we are here once again for another week of some fighting game topics. This is your boy, or not your boy, I don't know, you don't know me personally. Um, um, on Max, along with uh, the coolest cat in the DFW area. Mr. MC Amazing, and Batman himself,
1: Mr. Gaming Lift. Um, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good, man. Um, you know, another week. Everybody's still striving. Just got the character release uh, trailer for uh, Mr. Gold Lewis. You know, he's uh, bringing his alien in the coffin, about to be, you know, banging people in the head. So definitely been hype about that. Not as much news as last week because, you know, everybody was still going crazy over All-Stars and, you know, Spongebob and Toast Bread, man, all this stuff. So, you know, this week was a little slower, but, you know, we still here, still got the topics for you, still got the fighting game news. Um, And I'm gonna just hand it right over to E. We can get right into this thing, man. Uh, thank
2: you very much for that handoff all the way from Gotham City. I appreciate that. Yo, everybody, it's your boy, MCE Mason. You know, we're here for another iteration of the Input Output Show. As always, make sure you go and check out the Patreon. We uh, We're always coming up with more goodies and stuff for you, and behind the scenes tracks and stuff like that i mean it's chock full of stuff if you haven't done it already i highly recommend you do so and i mean like I, we really appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving us both in and outside of the patreon you guys are great we love you so much and with that i'm going to go ahead and hand it off to our boy mr Rexon max Rexon, how are you doing this friday morning
0: i'm doing pretty good um you're technically right with three minutes away from afternoon. So I can't call you out on that, but, uh, yeah, um,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> so, so I'm doing pretty good, you know, not a superhero or anything like Mr. Gaming lift and I'm not as swaggy as MC amazing. So, you know, but I'm, I'm just out here making it like a commoner, you know? So I, I, you know, I do my thing, you know, i be on here. Yeah, I talk, I say words, you know, that's, you know, what, what, what can we do so, but. Let's go ahead and get into these fighting game topics that we know you guys are just thirsty to hear. You know, that's why you're here. I just also want to say I appreciate like the support on like the podcast. It is very very consistent viewership and, you know, more than I, I, I thought we would be getting on the podcast. So, that's pretty dope and with, you know, we're having people from all over the globe, you know, uh hopefully we can uh get some viewers even in antarctica man you know we'll be world, world worldwide for real then but uh so let's go ahead and get into these fighting game topics so there was a debate that came up this week well not a debate a guy asked this uh a, for a guy asked for people's opinions on what they felt you know was was some of the worst fighting game matchups that they ever experienced um you had answers from all over you know street fighter injustice mk um bunch of different games so we want to ask the panel you know uh our prestigious analyst here what were some of the craziest or hardest worst matchups that they ever experienced so uh starting with you uh batman what's your
1: take on this well i think that uh the worst match is about anyway. you
2: know um <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Do that voice again. Do that voice again, but like but, but say uh, where's the joker?
1: Where's the joker? Say
0: hockey pads. <laughs> say <laughs> hockey pads.
2: Hockey pads. Where are they? Oh, all right. Now say
1: chicken and biscuits. Chicken and biscuits. Where are they? Um I want to say Street Fighter Five. I'm thinking Street Fighter Five and Justice Two. Um, actually, I might want to go back to Justice. Well, I'm gonna say injustice Two and Street Fighter Five. I have some honorable mentions: um, Doctor Fate versus like Red Hood. I remember being kind of kind of an issue for me. Um, Fang versus Cammy, but I, th- I think I'm gonna have to go with a recent a recent discovery. Guilty Gear Strive is still hot. I haven't been the biggest Guilty Gear player. Like this is my, the most I put into Guilty Gear, like at any point. Um, probably got like 200 hours in, I guess now, um, Foss versus Axel. Foss versus Axel is like, it's one of those matchups where you, you just can't do anything. Like you're literally just on the screen just to look at yourself, get hit. And hope in hopes of doing something to your opponent um i mean you have moves but they barely they rarely work um you can press buttons but usually you'll get beat um you can jump in the air but usually you get anti-air um so yeah you just kind of look at yourself just getting demolished on the screen as you just you know start to cry a little bit on the inside um Ramethal is also a, a fairly hard matchup for Foss. like it's to me i, I feel like one of the hardest matchups i've, I've labbed it like you know people go like, oh just go lab it like I'm one of those people when I when I find something that's giving me trouble, I go and practice it. I go and lab it. I've labbed a lot of. I know this game is early still now, but I've, every scenario that's been giving me trouble, I went to the lab and recreated. it, And it's just like, man, some of these things are really rough. But I, I think I'm gonna have to give it to Foss versus Axel. It's just like, man, like he is like he's a zoner. Like that's what he is. I don't know. I, I'm still not too sure what Fox is supposed to be. Like, is he supposed to be like a zoner slash? mixed item care. i don't know what they really were trying to do it's with the supposed to be but axel is just like that match is really hard if i had if i had to put a number on it if i said like two evenly matched up players foss versus axel i'm gonna say that match has to be at least a seven three in axel's favor and it, it, i mean if you play it like at the most optimal maybe six four but man that match is so hard i can't you can't do anything and the problem with Foss is a lot of his moves have like extended hurt boxes. Um, and I don't know just that, but like the startup on some of his moves, like his 6H is like his farthest reaching move. But he, by the time you get it out, you're going to get slapped in the face with a simple. So I, I think I'm going to have to give it to this recent game, man. Foss versus Axel, man. It's just like, man, it's... Foss has some decent matchups, but that one right there in particular is really rough. You gonna you have to get every the smallest window of opportunity. And once you see it, you have to capitalize on it immediately. If you don't, you're gonna get zoned out. You're gonna get uh rinsing, you're gonna get 5p, you're gonna get it's everything Two 2k, 2s, everything's coming your way. And there's little you can do to stop it. Maybe 6p, you can like hit some of uh, actual, uh extended hurt boxes, but any chance you get to capitalize on getting in on Axel, you gotta take it. If you don't, you're gonna be sitting across the screen. Just waiting for the next match, so I'm going to see Foss versus Axel. For me, like the the matchup that I think is the is the worst,
2: I would say it's also in Guilty Gear. And uh, feel free to disagree if any of you guys disagree with me, but I would say uh, this is just my opinion. Anji Mito versus basically everybody else in the cast. I think that like I think the the problem with Anji is, and I've been I played with them, I played with them in previous games. And uh, so I have a certain I have a certain opinion about the way that they've even done Anji in Guilty Gear Strive in the first place. But like, they're just some like some of his moves just seem like they're like in most situations it's basically it comes down to guessing. It's a, basically a guessing game, especially when it's quarter circle forward and hard slash um, with like the uh, with the extenders at the end. He either has the kick extender where he jumps forward, which in my which to me, it always seems like it seems like a waste in this game because you only get the extenders if you hit them or they block the move. So if you whiff the move, you don't get any of the extenders. So for instance, if you whiff on the um quarter circle forward hard slash, uh you don't you can't use that kick uh, that kick thing which makes them hop forward a little bit. So it's almost to me, it seems kind of useless. It seems kind of, I mean, I mean <sighs> The only use I've, I've found for that move is like, okay, you do the move, they block it, and then he jumps for it, and then you maybe go for a grab or something like that if they're too defensive. But if they decide to like start mashing, like chances are like nine times out of 10, you're just gonna get, you're just gonna get hurt. So I think like the, one of, some of the more annoying characters I've played, I think as Anji has been like, against like, hmm, against like characters like uh, Axel. Um, uh, Axel and um, what is it? Um, uh, I know specifically. Like the reason why is because Anji has like an anti-air move, which in old like I, I hate to even like be the be that guy, but in older mo- in older games he had an anti-air move where he would jump and he would grab you and like he was like, oh that that you're basically being punished for jumping or even being caught in the air. In this game, it's like a it's a move that can be blocked, which I don't really appreciate too much. It's it's just there's so many, like, Angie has so many detriments because he's basically a gimmick-based character. He's like a uh, gimmicky, gimmicky rushdown character. And all, basically all anybody really has to do is just guess right. And you're kind of, you're in a really bad spot. Like if somebody guesses right and they do a, uh, and they guess, okay, he's going to do the overhead, which is like a really, it's a pretty good move to do because like, as far as I know, like unless you using unless you're using meter, like religiously, then you're not going to be able to get anything really off of the other two, other two ones, which is like one where he trips you or the one where he jumps in the air and throws the fan at you. Like the like at least with the overhead, like it bounces them. You can do the um do the quarter circle forward heart, um the quarter circle forward slash. It does, the, uh, it does the aerial. You might be able to do, like, something after that. But then, of course, even to do something after that, you, you're you going to have to use meter for that. Like, he's very meter-dependent. And it seems he's uh, more meter-dependent than almost, uh, to me, it seems like most of the other characters in the game. Like, you have to be constantly using your tension gauge in order to get, the, get a leg up. Otherwise, you're going to be in big trouble. So that's why I say, like, Anji versus basically everybody else in the cast because it just, even, like, even like in terms of like your, your overdrives, right? Like his um, one overdrive his uh, counter overdrive is number one. It's an awkward input, like for a counter. I think it's an extremely awkward input for a counter, which is like half circle back and half circle back forward and slash for a counter. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems a little like you would, you would have to be all in my, like, from my estimation, you'd have to be borderline psychic in order to be able to hit somebody with that. And if that's the case, I don't see any point in using it. Because I don't feel like you should have to be like you know a mind reader and basically in order to hit somebody with a counter like that you know I just I don't know and then of course if you don't land it, you just use um you just used a bunch of tension and nothing happened and then of course it doesn't course correct either so if that, somebody is jumping over you and they um they jump to the other side and they punch you and you're facing the opposite direction, you're going off over here and they're like just standing there looking at you like you're a moron so yeah, I would say, um, in my opinion, the worst matchup is Anji Mito versus basically everybody else in Gilded Gear Strive.
0: Seems like Gilded Gear Strive has really gotten people um, feeling some type of weight lately. <laughs> I will say with Gilded Gear Strive lately, there has been a lot of disagreements where people feel like what character stands and who's this and who's that and who's the other. But yeah, so if that's all you guys have, we can go ahead and move on to the next topic. So... Wait, wait, wait! What about what about your your thing? What do you think is the worst matchup? I don't have an opinion, sir. I'm the moderator. What? I moderate I the situation. Guy. I ask, do the the analysts have many or uh, more opinions? And uh, if they don't, then I uh, go to the next topic. But, oh, I mean, good. if it's something that I feel like I do want to have an opinion on, I'll say something, but, I, you know, I try to just keep <laughs> things running as smoothly as uh, as I possibly can. Let me do oh, my
2: okay. job, sir. Is it okay <laughs> if I do my job? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I didn't mean to overstep. I apologize.
0: <laughs> but, so, our next topic is mirror matches. What are your opinions on mirror matches? We know some people love mirror matches. Some people hate mirror matches. Shoot, I remember back in the days of Pokemon, you used to hate fighting your own uh, Pokemon sometimes, especially if you were like a ghost type. I used to always think that was weird. Like, why do ghosts, like, weak against ghosts? Why are you weak against your own type? But I'm, all, I'm on a tangent. This is a fighting game show. <laughs> but it's true, though. Why is ghosts weak against ghosts? Why'd they do it? All right, I'm sorry. What were they thinking? Yeah. And then you remember back in the day, usually you'd have, like, if you were, like, like a certain type like if you're a water type you're weak against electric so they used to make like water grounds that would kind of help you against like the type of type you were but ghost types yeah. it really didn't even matter they'd make you like a ghost bug and it's like well i'm like i'm like doubly weak against stuff like this, this ain't helping <laughs> yeah it's like, like a, why? why would you do this Like why would you make me a ghost normal like i'm four times effective on ghost moves now like why would you do this but anyway, um, back to input-output show. Um, so, some people hate mirror matches. Some people don't care about mirror matches. You know, some people are Mr. Game and Lift, and you're going to lose either way. So, uh, but everybody can't beat him. So, what are you guys' opinions on mirror matches? Uh, do you like them? Do you not like them? Um, starting with
1: you, Mr. Game Lift. Bruce Wayne, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I actually like mirror matches, and I got the tweet pulled up here. as Mr. Uh, Richard Wynn, who's a prolific uh, player in the fighting game community. He was uh, running amok in Marvel Infinite when it first came out um, and he had it. He posted a picture that says, the main reason people don't like mirror matches is because it's the match where their ego is hurt the most when losing, but no one will admit this with the Lisa Simpson uh, picture. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I've experienced this a lot in Strive so far. I've uh, been manning Faust a lot. I uh, just recently switched—not technically switched over—but I just recently added Kai to my roster, and I played a few Foss before. Um, you rarely run into the character, and when you beat people, and this has just been in like games in general, um, but specifically since Strivers that I've, I've experienced this recently with this game, people get really like their ego is hurt if you they lose to you. They feel like there's no way I'm a I'm a I'm better with this character than this person, and I feel like we all have a little bit of that in us that mindset. But, um, I like mirror matches because you get to learn about the character more. Yeah. If you're good at playing the character and you're good at using the character and using it against other people that don't really, maybe not know, they might not know your character that well or whatever, especially if it's an obscure character. Um, it's good, but it's like, can you deal with what your character can do? Do you know your character ins and outs as much as you think you do? Cause the first thing that will happen is you think like, well, I'm never going to run into this character to fight him anyway. And then you have to. You know, go to a tournament and fight your own character. And you're like, well, I guess maybe I should have been kind of like trying to see how to get around my own character. Um, yeah, people like they take it offense, man. You can kind of see them people's play style. They'll play and you'll beat them. And then all of a sudden, the next match, they're just like super hyper aggressive. It's like, oh, their ego is hurt, huh? And I mean, it's cool. I guess it's, it's, you know, it's just, it's human nature to want to be. I guess if I'm using a character, I know mine is better than yours. There's no way. But sometimes you just have, maybe, maybe there's something that you're just not learning or paying attention to to learn. Maybe you just got to notice, oh, he's doing this certain thing or he's doing that thing and I should be doing this. And if you, you know, start to recognize those things, you'll be better for it. But if you don't, it's just going to be like, all right, you know, um, but yeah, I, I think people, they, their egos get hurt, but I, I like mirror matches. Cause it just shows me like where my deficiencies might be at. And I might learn something that they might know that I don't know. Because what I you might mean, know... I already know it all. I ain't gotta <laughs> learn nothing. I mean, hey, that, you might know a lot, but there could be something that you just might learn. Um, there's been a lot of cases where I have mirror matches. Oh, you can do that. And oh, you can do that. Oh, I'm gonna use that. So, and you might teach them something. Like, oh, I didn't know you can do that. So, I just think you should look at it um, as more of a learning process instead of like, well, I mine is better than yours, because you have that mentality, you're not gonna be able to see anything that you you're, that you're doing that might be detrimental to your gameplay. Um, and you're not going to be able to learn anything. So I just say like, kind of put your ego to the side and try to look at a a mirror match as a way to learn something and possibly teach something. Cause you never know. You might be that one tournament where you think, well, I got this. I ain't going to never run into my character and then you run into your character and you be like, dang, I might get exposed. So just be open-minded to that, you know, the whole process of a mirror match. So yeah, I, I like mirror matches.
2: Uh, personally, I don't particularly mind uh, mirror matches. I, I'm kind of I'm with you on that one, uh, Mr. Game & Lift, about like like whenever a mirror match comes up, uh, I usually think, okay, so this person plays like like right now, like I'm playing like Guilty Gear Strive, and then somebody jumps up and they're like, okay, they're playing Nagori Yuki. And I'm like, okay, great. What can I learn from this guy? What is what is he doing that I'm not doing? Like there, there's a combo that this one Nagori Yuki I played a while ago did. And I still need to go back and watch the replay to actually understand what exactly he was doing. But I think, um, yeah, like, it's it's really nice to kind of, like, see what other people's... Because one one thing when I'm... Me and my... I never actually... I don't remember where this quote comes from or who actually said it, but my brothers would always be like, okay, well, you know, like, they say online that no two Venom players play 100 exactly the same, like, from, in Guilty Gear... And you know, because like everybody has like their different takes on how Venom should be played. Like some people kind of like playing them long range, some people playing them close range, uh, rush down. You know, the, some people might be doing like a kind of a uh, a uh, combination of uh, a combination of both. It's it, it's 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 really interesting to see what how everybody you know has their own takes on how each game should be played. I mean, not each game, but each, but each character should be played. So, the best thing is to see what what kind, how, like, somebody else is approaching your character. Like, I remember I was playing, like, that same Nagoriyuki, and what he did was, is he teleported up, and he just grabbed me. He did, like, the Fukio, and he just grabbed me. Like, not even the command grab, like, the universe or world of blood, but he just did a normal grab, and I was like, wow, you know what? I never thought to just do that. I almost always 100% go for the, uh, what would you call that, the, um, the uh, command grab. I almost always go for the command grab. It, either the command grab or I extend the combo or I'll do like the uh, quarter circle back and hard slash move and then teleport out, you know, and then try to do it again or something like that. Like I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to do that, but I never thought, oh yeah, let me just Fukio up to them and then just normal grab them. Um, so then there was that, there was like a, there, there's like, they're just like combos where you're just like, hey, you know what? Like I could um, incorporate that into my uh, into my play style now the thing about it is though but there's also the 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 situation where you do lose and there is going to be a a tiny sting i think you know in any situation where you're playing somebody who's playing the same character as you you're going to feel a little bit of a sting because you know your pride's going to take a little bit of a hit because it's like oh well i guess i mean that means that i'm not the better player for this character right now like, you gotta when you, when you think about, okay, I'm, I'm losing, think about when, when you lose, you got to think about I'm losing right now. Not like I'm, I've lost and I'm going to keep losing. You're losing, you lost that match and you're losing right now, but that's not necessarily what we would call a uh, a uh, prediction or of uh, what's going to come in the future. It's more of the, that's just the current situation. What you got to what, what do is like, you know, you got to start watching replays and see what did that person do that you didn't do? What did they do better that you did. Like, what what were you guys doing that was the same that they might have been actually doing better than you? You know, you just got to take take that into consideration and like put pride to the side and focus on getting um, being a better player. Because when it it comes down when you start taking out the pride factor when you take the pride factor out of playing fighting games you'll find that number one that you'll enjoy it a lot more but number two that you'll learn a lot more a lot faster. If um, you focus on, you know, the learning experience and the journey as opposed to like whether or not I get this W. Like, don't, don't fuck, because the, like, one, one this guy, uh, Jason, Jason Fung, that I, I was playing with, um, I used to play Tekken 7 with on um, PC, and he would be like, wins are deceptive. And he's, and he's right, wins can be very deceptive because, uh, okay, I won the match, but if you didn't learn anything and you didn't become necessarily, like, if you didn't become better or if you're not, if you, like, if sometimes if you win a match, you're kind of like oh well I don't need to go back and look at that match I won because I won that match, but you might have made some mistakes that they didn't capitalize on so but you think, oh, I'm so good, I won that match and that's that's in the books we don't need to think about that anymore so just just consider that you know consider that every match is a chance to learn, and especially matches where mirror matches are uh, where mirror matches so yeah, I would think like yeah I enjoy i don't I wouldn't say I enjoy mirror matches, but I do I do appreciate the um the uh the what's called the educational value of a mirror match.
0: I want to say I totally butchered those Pokemon types earlier. So let me get those straight. I meant to say like ground flying. The the ground helps counteract the electric super effectiveness against flying types. And I think right. ghost normal. I think I think wasn't Sableye ghost normal. I Was think it? Sa- I think Sableye is a ghost normal. Because Sableye is one of the Pokemons that isn't weak against anything. Like, it doesn't really? have... It's a Dark Ghost. Okay. So, it was dark, dark, Sableye is a Dark Ghost. But I think Ghost Normal... I think I think Normal... type. From what I remember, Normal-type Pokemons are weak against ghosts. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I don't, so. And I don't think... um. And Normal don't... Normals don't even hit Ghost Pokemon, I think, right? Like, Ghost...
0: Yeah, Pokemon. like, period. Yeah, yeah. It's like trying to punch a ghost in the face. It doesn't work.
2: Yeah, it doesn't work at all. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I think I was right with that Ghost Normal. But uh the other one I meant to say was Ground Flying. So, I think, uh what's his name? Uh, oh, what's the Pokemon name that Gligar is a Ground Normal, a Ground mm-hmm. Flying, and he he isn't weak against Electric. So, I know my Pokemon. I ain't want nobody in the comments coming and telling me I'm <laughs> trash. Like, bro, I know my Pokemon. Don't, don't, don't come at me. No, don't but, get uh, twisted, bro. <laughs> what we used to say back in the day, don't get it bent, twisted, or confused. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, me growing up playing mirror matches, it was never no problem for me. I guess I never really, like, looked into it too deep, as many people do, you know, like, as, as deep as people look into fighting games and stuff right now. So, you know, you probably, with knowing the ins and outs, what's effective, what's not, plus, minus, whatever like sometimes people might not like mirror matches but i think Devin is right too some people might just feel a little a little um bad that it's like man you came and took my character i'm trying to be the very best that no one ever was and then you just come and do me like this so mm-hmm. um but if you guys don't have anything else to add we can move on to the next topic no sir i don't but uh, so for our next topic, we have a new section coming up called Mr. Gaming Reads, where yours truly, Bruce Wayne, is going to come and give a high take or his opinions on a certain topic. And this week is going to be the Guilty Gear Strive character tier list. He uh, put up his own tier list where he had his own opinions. And it seems like with this game, many people can't really decide on, you know, exactly who is what, when, where and why. So we're going to get Mr. Gamer left to go ahead and lay the lowdown. Did I say that right? Lay the lowdown? Lay the smack. He gonna tell you what's the right thing. <laughs> so go ahead, Mr. Gamer Leo. Alright,
1: so before I before I get started, I'm gonna disclaimer because you know everybody's
2: what do everybody's doing a tier
1: list. Well, that tier list don't mean anything. What do doing there with the tier list? The game just came out. Okay, I understand that. So I don't want anybody being like, "Oh, hey, who you? Who you with? Huh? What you got? Who? You, what tournament you want?" No, oh, no, no. okay. <laughs> this is just from I've been playing fighting games for a good bit, and I do think that I have a fairly good like grasp on fighting games and characters, and like how to recognize certain things and characters. And and early on, of course, you know things can change, but even in early stages, preliminary stages, infancy stages, whatever you want to call it in fighting games, there, there can be clear, definite things you can see that make characters pretty good. Right. Of course, not just saying that, but playing, I've been playing this game like nonstop lately. And even when I made this first and I was unsure about the last like few characters because I hadn't played against them though, but now I've played against like every, against every character in the game. I think enough against fairly decent people enough that I can like be like, okay, I can kind of assess like how this character is. And like, I'm looking at their tool set. So everybody's put up their tier lists. most of them have kind of been the same, um, like ish, like what people think like the characters are. Um, I know there were some, I think like Japanese players, some people like chip was the best character in the game. Um, some people like, no, no, you know, every, everybody's on soul. So is so that Soul bad guy. So, you know, Soul, you know, that's your soul glow. Everybody's on soul um and i understand it's understandable like the character is like busted broken and and disgusted like he's he got a lot of stuff it's like why does he have that like clean hit dp why does he have a clean hit dp i don't i'm not sure but i think he's the only character that has a clean hit dp i I don't know um the only like three frame normal on the ground if i'm not mistaken or three three uh frame normal period um so he got some questionable things um a lot of you know launchers and stuff but so my tier list i made early on was i had s tier i had in order at the time and this was like maybe what two weeks ago or something like that yeah i think it was like two weeks ago or so that i posted this um that's why i had to make a disclaimer because i know somebody's gonna be like man these two like i, I understand it and that's why i gave my explanation of what this list is and what i feel so far and like I said, it's changed a little bit now because I've actually played against these characters a whole lot more. So yeah, this is about about two and a half weeks ago. So S tier I had Ramlethal, number one, soul number Soul number two. This was the one that like some of my friends is like, Man, no, no, like I'm like this is my thing when it comes to looking at characters in the game. You gotta look at what they have now, and you then you have to you have to train yourself to look in the future, like the long run. Like how is this character going to develop in the long run? Like, yes, right now, there's always characters that you can definitively look at and say, Hey, this character has a tool set that is really good and powerful early on. And it's clear. Right? So the characters that I do think that like, even early on where you don't even have to put a lot of effort in to like really do stuff and win and get like success may soul round um, uh, chip Leo. Um, I probably put chip and Leo at at the back of that, but like Ray uh, I said Ray, May Ramathal, and so these are three characters you can just do like basic random stuff sometime and just kind of come out on top. There are other characters in the game where you can't really do that, like one being Foss Foss you, you can't really just do it like you have to play really specific with Foss and that's why a lot of people saying he's like the worst character in the game. I don't typically think he's as bad as people are saying he is. I'm not saying he's like the best, but I don't I think he has the tools to compete. But you have to play that character enough to learn how to use those tools to play against some of these other uh, characters. Now, on a, on paper, initially, what you're looking at with these characters, yes, he's he's probably the worst because a lot of stuff he has. But once you play the match enough, you kind of learn little small tidbits and nuances. Oh, I can use this to get around that. With some characters, you don't have to think that hard. You don't have to be like, "What, man? I'm 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 having to." like go and look at my whole roster of tools to figure out how to deal with this one move from this one character but this other character they can just do anything and they just have an answer for it a character like fossey can't do that so again my tier list was Ramathal, soul may uh leo and chip those are my five and s tier a tier potemkin giovanna kai um axel milia uh b tier i had zato which now i think i'll put zato like probably b plus or a a minus or something like that uh anji you know they were all in b tier and i had in c tier but again i've had two and a half more weeks of experience playing against most of the the cast i would probably bump uh zato up to like a tier um anji i don't I, I honestly don't think anji is too bad and again i'm looking at like anji like his neutral is really good his buttons some of his buttons are got like his six piece got like his jump s i believe like the wide fan that move is almost unstoppable that's one of the best jump ins in the game like his his space control is really good so this is to me a same the same type of case as mk uh, 11 when mk 11 first came out everybody was on the Sonya train and i'm like this character is good undoubtedly i'm not saying she's a bad character but right now she's i think she's only good because of explosive damage she can make you explode in like two hits that's what <laughs> that's really what made sonya really good when the game first came out she had some mix she had decent buttons but i'm looking at the things other characters can do i'm looking at the mix from other characters i'm looking at like her mix is not compared to some of these other characters her mix is very straightforward in my opinion if you were mid-screen you block overhead because you didn't want to get launched if you were in the corner, you block low because then people started learning how to do the the uh what is it? It was back one back one four into ring cancel combos that did mad damage in the corner if you had the execution for. So if you're in the corner, just block low. Um but yeah, so and now Sonya like people saying Sony is like what? I thought I saw uh rewind chills it's like she was like decent. And the character that I did the, the characters that I said in that game was a problem from day one with Citrion I was like are people not looking at what she can do? And I really felt like people were only saying she was bad because she did no damage. I'm like, do y'all not see how fast she is? Her wave dash is insane. Her buttons are crazy. She has disjointed uh, hit boxes. I don't care if she doesn't do five thousand damage in a combo. If you can't get to her or hit her how are you gonna do damage to her? If it, she has insane, the best zoning in the game. Like, how can you get to her? So I don't. I really just think a lot of times with certain tier people don't look at the the long term of like what characters can do. They just look at like what's the easiest the easiest the most easily digestible like uh elements of the game that's damage everybody can comprehend a life bar going down <laughs> so if you any character that can make that life bar go down super fast they're probably going to be considered the best or really good so but you got to look further than that you got to look at a character's tool set what does this character have if you i don't care if a character does one damage per hit if this character has a tool set where you cannot do anything to them or get into them or it's almost impossible and so hard to get into them. You gotta work so hard to even get one touch. That character, I would say, is pretty good because it's like, what you gonna do? I did one damage in the combo, but you can't get to me. You can't get near me. I'm zoning you out. So I just think you gotta look at things in a in a much broader spectrum. So that's why my Chili's was the way it is. People like, you know, I've got a lot of them for friends like, man, Ram is not no one. I was like, I, look, I'm not saying I put her over soul, and the reason why I put her over soul is because her buttons. I think that, that Ramanthal has the best buttons in the game. If you look at her, her frame data and her hitboxes, especially her hitboxes, her hitboxes are insane. She doesn't have a hurtbox on a 5S or 5H. Axel has a hitbox on his 5P. I can literally, I play Kai now. I can literally, from round start, if I think an Axel was going to press 5P, I can literally press 2H and get a counter into like probably almost 200 damage. Because even though he's not close to me, his, his chain is extended and I can hit him. But Raman thought is so hard to contest her buttons. She has a record, a record that you can't really challenge unless you maybe do a DP. And DPs in this game are, are kind of weird to me. All right. Well, DPs in this game are kind of weird to me. So it's like you have to be so like strategic with things. But you know what? Y'all going to see my tier list. Y'all going to look at it. Y'all, you know, give y'all opinions on it. I might make an updated one. But, you know, everybody's like, tier list, tier list. But I just decided to put one up because that was my opinion. So. That's my Mr. Gaming and Read section for the day.
0: E, you got anything you want to say to the tier list? I know you no, basically said Anji was uh, was lower tier, but then was like, look, bro, he all right. nah, I
2: Nah, I, I, I still feel like Anji's pretty bad. Like that butterfly he does, like the startup for that takes a really long time. So basically the only time you're going to use that is if they're knocked down, which I feel like it really a lot of his moves just have really limited use to me, like, a very specific limited use, man. And really, if, I feel like I would put Faust over Anji, actually, as far as, like, what like what I think about, like, you know, characters in this game. Like, if I if whatever, I don't know if I would be, like, if I was going to put Anji, like, at B or something like that, I'd put, like, Faust at A. But I definitely would put, if, like, we're going, like, lower than if um, Anji was, like... Maybe a D tier. I would put Faust at like a C tier or something like that. You know, maybe like all right. Maybe Angie at C tier, and maybe like Faust at C plus or something like that. But I just don't. I I feel like there's a lot. Like, I mean, I'll put it this way: for those of you who've ever actually, like, those of you who played um, any of the older games, you you know, like that that one that that one thing where he misses like his quarter circle uh, forward and hard slash is really irritating because it's just like it, that. The fact that the fact is is that it basically makes that one kick move almost entirely like useless. It makes it com- almost completely to me. It makes it completely useless because it's like okay, well, what are you going to do after that? Because it's not like you can do a whole whole lot of things. And if they're blocking, like the only thing you- you're hoping for is that they start mashing or something when you do that move. But it, it's all a bunch of it's all when it comes down to it, it's all a bunch of gimmicks, man. He doesn't have like a command throw or anything like that. His counters not that good. It doesn't course correct. Uh, some of his um his uh what's called like his uh it's like his overdrive. Like if unless you um, like back in the olden days, if you would hit somebody with like uh, one of your moves and like they're bouncing, you could you'd have enough time to actually be able to do his overdrive while they're falling. In this game, you don't have enough time unless you uh, roam and cancel. And it's like, I, kinda, that, that, I was doing that um, yesterday. And I was just like, why is it that after you do that move, it's like there's such a, like a long lag time after he does it. It's almost like he has to sit there and catch his breath and be like, Ugh! Ritching. <sighs> <sighs> oh, god. All right, I'm ready. Like, dude, like they've already gotten back up and they're ready to punch you in the face so i don't know i like i mean as far as like ramlethal goes yeah ramlethal is like a problematic extremely problematic and you know, it's so, funny, so, i
0: told y'all when the demo came out i was
2: like ram looks like the truth yeah <laughs> ram's pretty good like there's all she's got a lot to give a lot a lot to give in terms of like um terms of utility and damage man and then so bad guys so bad guys almost always been like, one of those characters that you're kind of like, oh, man, so this guy's playing so bad, guy? Like, that's he's almost always been like that. And in this game, they kind of ramp that up a little bit. That's why, like, that's one of the reasons, other than the fact that, you know, it's, like, based on a show. But whenever some, like, that's why my name on um, what's called, I didn't call myself mce Amazing. it's uh, Better Call Soul. Like, that's pretty much, like... You, if you're If you're losing and you're not having and you're having a tough time, you better just better just call Soul because uh, that'll get you right every time. So yeah man, uh, I think for like I mean, the only thing I, I I would say like yeah, it's just like I would play Angie low because I just don't think he's that great. I think like there's there's like I wish the butterfly went acro- all the way f- it would go full screen instead of half screen. I don't know why it goes. You know what I mean it's slow on startup it's kind of slow when it go when it's going across the screen and it doesn't even go full screen you know if maybe you got rid of one of those I'd be like okay fine like maybe if it either went ha- went full screen it was faster on startup or it went across the screen faster okay cool but no and uh, in addition to that why does it turn into a falcon now instead of like you know the little like like butterfly sign that it did before in the old games I'm like now it's a falcon for what reason? I mean, that has nothing to do with anything. But I'm just like, but why though? Why'd you change it anyway? That that's my that's my take.
0: Well, if you don't have anything to add, Mister Gaming if we can go ahead and go on to the next section.
1: <coughs> um, no, I think I pretty much said everything.
0: All right. <coughs> well, we're on to our last topic for the day here. You know, really? Uh, yeah, we only have four. It's just we went through the first one so fast, you know, when you was like, why you ain't say nothing? It's like, because I ain't got nothing to say. So that one only took like five minutes. So, what normal fighting game concept or mechanic would you get rid of? There's so many things that we know that carries over that is like normal for each fighting game to fighting game, you know, whether it's grabs, certain inputs, certain mechanics or things of that nature that carry the frames, you know, hurt boxes, whatever. There's things that are like typically and known to be in every fighting game. So which one of those normal things that is in every fighting game was you just like, oh we, we can just get rid of this. I don't like this. So starting with you, Mr. Gamer.
1: There's that's a few things that I would that I can think of. I know I've said grabs before. I, I still kind of kind of feel that way. Sometimes grabs are really annoying. But I, I practice a lot over the like you know past like year or so like getting good at tech and throws um specifically like you know what you know what i'll say i'll say any game that has a cryptic throw break system um mk mk has a cryptic throw break system um even virtual fighters is kind of cryptic um i feel like any fighting game i should feel i feel to just have a throw break system that's similar to like street fighter they throw you you press the two buttons for throw you press throw to tech. It doesn't matter if it's a back throw or fourth or you tech the throw, um, motor combat. You have to t- It's a 50 50 in a game where, especially when X, a game that was already mixed up heavy, you now have to worry about a mixed throw mix-ups. Like, so it's like, you have to even go, uh, you have to go even a, a level deeper and say, okay, well, what situation am I in right now? Are they going to throw me in the corner? Is it, is their character better to throw me in a corner or out of the corner? Or they could be thinking a level ahead of you. And like, well, I know that they think I'm going to put them in a the corner. Cause my character is a corner rush down monster, but I'm going to throw them out of the corner. So now that it's going to throw them out. I just hate that whole dynamic. I know it's like, it's guessing, but it's like, sometimes even when you make the right decision, you still get, you still get punished. And I'm just not really a fan of like decision-making in games where a mechanic that punishes me for making a a good estimation or a good decision. Um, I just don't like it. I, I actually, um, found the opposite like an MK 11. It's, it's, I think it's still in there from what I know it's still in there. You can actually take both throws forward and back with one input. Um, it's like you plink, uh, you plink, uh, the throw button. So, you know, in, in motor combat one and three is the front grab break. Two and four is the two, a back grab break. So you literally just plink like uh one and two and it can break both grabs and in one input. It takes a lot of practice because like I'm I'm pretty good at breaking throws, but now like if I were to use it, I have to like re like uh program my mind to tech now based just off sight instead of off like guessing like what I think is gonna happen. So yeah, I think that's mine. Like just any fighting game that has a throw break system is just like it's just unnecessary. Like <laughs> just let me press the throw break button. That's it. And I also don't like the ones that do where you have to press like a mo like a direction and throw like a button, like Guilty Gear. I don't like that. where you have to press forward and like now it's dust. I'm like, I just don't like that. Cause it's at least I've for sometimes it's just like, it's a whole lot of extra stuff. So yeah, for me, any game that has a very like weird throw break system.
2: So this is like my, my, my particular irritation is one that's kind of been bothering me especially in guilty gear strive i guess since we're like you know that's kind of the the game invoke but sp- yeah. like i've never been a huge fan of extended hurt boxes and i'm not saying that like you know you can't like extend the hurt box but it's like do we have to extend hurt boxes so far you know i mean if i'm punching you with my uh, with my with my fist i mean and you punch me in my fist i mean like it's like okay maybe but i feel like if, if in a game in, like, a game like, a 2D fighter, I feel like you shouldn't necessarily get, like, uh, get, like, rewarded for hitting, like, somebody, like, like punching somebody's sword or something like that. Maybe halfway, halfway down the sword, you should get a, maybe, maybe something like that. But not, like, the whole, like, the whole sword is extended, my whole body is extended on this sword, so you can, like, like, counter-hit me because I missed. I think you should, it should be a little, there should be a little bit more to it than that, I think. And, like, I feel like, there have been a couple of times where it's like the very, very edge, like the very edge, and there might not even be like, like the actual sword. It's like, of course, it's the the weapon plus, like maybe like a couple of inches outside of it that's considered part of the uh, hurt box. And then you get hit, even though number one, like they didn't hit you because you know you're you're behind the sword. But number two, they didn't even technically hit the sword because there a few, there's a there's distance in between them, their attack, and the sword but they get the hit because extended hurt boxes. I think like, and then of course there are characters that don't have extended hurt boxes on some of their moves, even though like, and if we're going to apply that logic like across every single character, it would be like, well, why isn't that character, why can't I hit, uh, counter hit this person when they're doing that move? Like, you know, we're talking about like characters like Ramlethal or something like that. You know, it's like, Why? Why is that not working? Why is that work with this character but not this character? And I don't know. I feel like maybe I would feel differently if, like, like I feel I would feel a lot differently if maybe it was done. uh, I guess like in a balanced way across the board. Maybe I'm not sure exactly how I would consider it to be balanced. But maybe if 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 it just I don't know either either go one way with it or the other. Either like either taper it back for some characters. Or added like make it a little bit, like there. I was playing somebody playing May a little while ago, and he swiped at me with like his an- the anchor and like fully extended anchor, and I I, I didn't attack and I hit the anchor. Go I hit the anchor, but it doesn't matter because it's May. You know what I mean? So it doesn't work like that. Meanwhile, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stab you. Oh, I missed. Hits me with the anchor. Hits the sword with the anchor. What happens? Counter. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess you know that just just doesn't work for some characters. So you know, I'm just—I was saying, like, if if you're going to have the rule, have it apply to everybody, uh, everybody mostly equally, instead of like you know, like, because then of course, in some cases, to me, it seems like there's like character favoritism in terms of what the other developers are like you know, develop, uh, making the game. It's like you know, I just don't think that May—I mean, May's already a problem in and of her, in and of herself. Like she's already problematic. Um, without that. She's already a problematic character. So, you know, I mean, like adding that isn't going to like be like, oh well, she dropped from dropped to like the bottom of the tier list, you know? So I don't know. I th- I think in my opinion that that extended hurt boxes don't necessarily need to one hundred percent go away, but they definitely definitely needs to be reworked a little bit to make it um a little bit more fair, in my opinion.
0: I right. Two answers that necessarily aren't things that I, they really need to get rid of is just c- certain things that you know you just personally feel like you don't like. Like one is like taunting. I was like maybe they should just get rid of taunting, but because at the end of the day, like nobody really uses it unless we're trying to induce salt out of an individual, which uh nine times out of ten, like usually does bring the salt out of people if you do a ton on them and stuff like that. So I like, hey, just go ahead and get rid of it. But at the same time, like if we did take it away it might remove some of the swag and stuff like that like somebody who you know is about to win like i think knuckle dude was like infamous for just keeping doing the shades with without like keep switching the shades and stuff like that i'm kind of like bah. all right that's swaggy so we can go ahead and keep that but another one you know just definitely stems from like childhood trauma and i'm sure amazing and mr gaming lift knows about this one but just, I remember in Alpha 3, we talk about this all the time, playing M. Bison, like, if you jump, your career is over with, you know, and he used to always make me think like, dang it, every fighting game should just, you should just be able to block in the air, you know, but I mean, I can understand at the same time that, like, it would kind of be unfair to block somebody in the air because the thing with M. Bison, I think it was something like, um, it was some game modes where you could block it in the air so but when he did his move if you blocked in the air you still didn't keep coming forward you kind of was getting pushed back but it would kind of be unfair like you know to have it to where like okay i could block in the air and then people could just jump and get in and there's no like type of risk or anything to it unless you had like an air grab or something like that you know they could just block and i could get in and you know get out of this situation i mean i could just easily get in on you so it'll kind of like hurt people on the defensive end and just only be good for the the aggressor. So that's something that I'm just like, eh, you know, that's something that I basically wanted off of childhood trauma. But at the same time, I can understand that probably it'd just be unfair, like for a person to just be like, hey, I want to get in. I ain't really got to think too much. Let me just jump and block. And then, you know, I'll, I'll get in because either he's going to do a move, I'm, I'm blocking and still be coming forward, or he's just going to allow me to go ahead and come in. So his only thing is hoping that I'd whiff, but why would I whiff if I just want to get in? So, yeah, that's my answer. So, um, anybody else have anything to add? Yeah,
1: um, taunts, I, I feel like even with Strive recently, it was just like, that's the hot topic. Um, there's like tech where you can like uh, cancel sh- strings into uh, taunts and uh, RC, and it'll like give you a purple RC, which in this game, it's just like similar to Dragon Ball Fighters If you spark... And you hit somebody with the initial blast of the spark, the combo still did more damage, but it did less and less. It did less if you hit the spark with the blast and hit them and you combo So in this game, if you do RC, like Red RC, and the explosion hits them, you still get like your extra combo or whatever, but it does less damage. um It does more damage if the spark blast doesn't hit them. So there was a way, like, I think it was last week or week before last, they showed where you could do like uh, buttons into taunt and then cancel the taunt and then continue the combo. So so that like, stuff like that is cool, or third strike. How they did it with taunts. I wish they bring that back. Third strike with taunts actually did things like that would be dope. I don't think we've seen that since. Yeah, I was thinking the same actually. Like, like the whole like um,
2: taunt thing. Yeah, exactly. Shooting the J with um Sean. You like? I mean, freaking um. You caught well, what was he talking about? The Dudley road. throwing with the Dudley. rose.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dudley throwing
2: the rose. Uh, you got Urian hit uh, punching the ground and stuff. Like uh, Q. You know, got uh, Q like uh, just doing his uh, taunt, and I mean, I think what is uh, um, I think Q's taunt raises his defense or something like that, or, or if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like, like everybody's taunt did something, and it's like, oh yeah, man, I'm just trying to stop. Nah, man, like this is like a real thing. Like I'm actually doing this for a reason, like because uh, like your hits are doing X amount of damage, but I'm doing this taunt three times, and now they're doing like like we basically like three quarters of the damage that it was doing before. Like it does like you know you Know like 25% less damage than it did before, so you have to do like that much more damage to kill me. I think, um, somebody has a move, has a, a situation, uh, something kind of like that. I think, <clears throat>
0: hmm. didn't it? Some of the Naruto games, if you would taunt, something would happen, if I remember correctly, like you would yeah, get certain you're talking stuff. About up Ultimate taunt. Ninja? Yeah, it might have been that game where I played the ones on the GameCube too, so I can't remember. I'm not ne- necessarily sure that that's even true. You know, I I'm just sorry for interrupting you. your take with uh
1: with fake news, so go <laughs> ahead. I mean, what were you about to say, Devin? No, nah, I just actually remember. I said like, we hadn't seen something like that since, but I just remembered actually Street Fighter V has tunts in it that do stuff. Um, I think it's Akuma's tunt actually does damage. I think you can actually combo Akuma's tunt. And uh, Chun-Li, it always, her tunt has always been like an uh, attack, I think. Somebody else has well, a ton. As tunt. long as you
0: have Dan, you can't say taunts do nothing. Yeah,
1: well, well, his taunts are like I don't know. I, I want to kind of categorize his different because I thought he had a as tunt a that move like, set. Yeah, like, I a like, part yeah. of his move set. But like you know, like the universal taunt. Like I think Street Fighter Five is like both heavy attacks or either all three buttons, like all triple buttons. Akuma can do. I think Um Yuri, Somebody else has something to do off their taunt. Uh Delhi from Street Fighter Four. He kept his. He do the rolls. Um and didn't the Cooper have it at one point where you did his talk,
0: he got some type of meter. Because I I remember like him doing the foot stomp. Like it would it would be for a
1: reason. Something would happen. That probably was in third shot. I think he got that same type of taunt though, like the the uh he got the the forward down strike, like an OTG, I think. Or what is his taunt? He either the ground pound or something. I know he has a taunt in Street Fighter Five I think you can combo off of. Him. Or combo into out
0: of. Yeah, ain't nothing cooler than shooting the J on somebody and then right. going ahead and finishing it off. Just that was Kobe. an attack,
2: right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Was it? Oh, okay. That wasn't a attack. Yeah, I think oh, I, a, I, don't I mean hit. no,
2: it was like I it, was was a, it, it,
0: it was a taunt
2: that was an attack. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, <gasps> like it and, and
0: then come kick him off. Yeah. Kill! <laughs> ah! Taking them Kobe's to a whole new level. Kobe. So, well, that's it for this episode of Input Output. We thank you guys for joining us once again to talk about fighting game stuff and things of that nature and the such. So, we've reached the end where we always give our final takeaways that usually just end in salt takes. So, uh go ahead, Mr. Gaming Live. Uh what's the last thing you want to leave the people with?
1: Play Street Fighter 2, it'll definitely make your life a lot easier. You know we gotta respect where we came from to understand where we're going as the history books have always told us um you know just it really you know it just really behooves us to know our history you know um because how could we know where we're going if we don't you know ever know where we've been like you know you can't have a roadmap map that, that goes forward if there's no road behind you to even you know
0: you could tell a man being trollish yeah. when he say behoove.
1: yeah i know right <laughs> so, <laughs> But yeah, just, uh, you know, glad to be back for another episode. Um, again, you know, don't y'all crucify me too much for my Chili's take. Cause you know, every, every, it's almost a hot take now for somebody to do His ad days. is
0: right up under his name. Make sure to get that. He's on Twitter.
1: <laughs> my DMS are open. It's like, you know, it's almost like nobody, got like, I understand there's a lot of, you know, stuff that's thrown out there, but you know. I think, I do think there's a multitude of people that have knowledge that can be learned from, you know, other than just, you know, the people that we know as the household names or whatever, you know, um, so yeah, you know, just everybody got an opinion on and I'm not saying anything that my list was set in stone or it's just my experience so far. What I think personally, um, I will say in previous games, I've been right about some, some, uh, pre predictions about characters. Um, but again, you know, it is what it is. Um again, I think you said at the beginning of the podcast, remember uh the Patreon, subscribe to that the Plus Frames podcast. I think we did one of those uh, about a month ago or so. Um another episode. We should be
0: doing one next week.
1: Yeah, so Hopefully. look out for that. Um that's if you want other topics outside of fighting game topics, you know, a less um for a less formal format. We just, you know, shooting the talks and just, you know, talking about stuff, you know, um pop culture or whatever, you can go check that out um but yeah i appreciate y'all for again supporting uh again every time i look at the youtube the subs have gone up so again i appreciate it um hope you all enjoy these videos if you're listening watching or whatever the case may be and i'm gonna hand it off to mr e. Mason. uh thank you very much mr game and lift
2: uh as always yeah we do really appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving us out there in terms of like you know interaction engagement you know just generally you know like the support you know you guys are you guys are amazing amazing even you know so like i mean you know coming from me i mean was a compliment anyway that's uh, <laughs> so, huh no i was just laughing but yeah uh yeah like thank you all very much for uh, tuning in for yet another episode of uh input output um you know we have a really good time doing this this is like like i said i always say like this is the kind of stuff that really fulfills me and keeps me, keeps me going, man. Like, it's like, you know, this is like an important, you know, thing to be able to like, like, um, uh, like be creative, I guess, you know, kind of like, this is like, cause I mean, this is like another aspect of being creative coming out and like, we are coming to like, we have Rexon coming up with topics and stuff and being able to like, you know, uh, articulate yourself and tell people, hey, or, or be inarticulate in some cases, you know, whether the case might be about, you know, how you feel about like a fighting game or a, a particular character or something like that. So it's, a, it's, it's a great opportunity, like, you know, either way being articulate or inarticulate and, you know, just generally, just generally, man, like I enjoy it. I'm I enjoy like being on the show with these two uh, fine, uh, fine hosts here, you know, Mr. Rex on max and Mr. Gaming and lift. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's pretty much um all I got to say. I'm, well, I do have to say, uh, don't play street fighter, uh, street fighter two. Um, Just remember, like, I mean, like, you can look back at it, but, like, the the whole purpose is, is like, and remember, if you don't learn your history, you're doomed to repeat it, and we don't need to do that anymore. Like, that, just leave that in the past, like, leave the past in the past, move on towards the future, and focus, keep your eye on the prize, and, uh, you know, continue moving forward. We don't need to go back to that. So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to Mr. Rex on Max for his final take.
0: So right now on Twitter, I'm actually putting up a tweet that's gonna say, let's just say the CVS series didn't exist. How many people would be mad if KOF never existed? Cause I can remember growing up when I was playing fighting games, you know, you'd look at KOF and you'd just be like, Man, you know what? Why don't I just play Street Fighter? It's the same thing. And the better version. So and then you could tell his obvious ripoff with like Keo and Rio and it's just like oh y'all just changed the letter.
1: Discard. Or
0: you know, for Keo's version, a couple letters too. But, you know, so other than that, um, I mean, I really enjoyed being here once again. As always, you know, it's it's great that uh Batman takes time out of his busy schedule from Gotham to come and, you know, talk podcast with us and you know Mr. Gamelev. He's not Mr. Gamelev. MC amazing, you know, he's all over the country, all over the world and stuff like that. Um I think he just came from Brazil not too long ago. Oh boy. Um and picked up that limited edition Samurai shampoo um wallpaper that you see in the background. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not a wallpaper. Whatever it's called. It's a tapestry, sir. Yeah, so you could tell from that he's a very cultured individual. Um <laughs> so, you know, we we just really appreciate it you know, shouts out to Craig for uh, all the recording he does, you know, even though he's always in constant fear of getting fired. Um, so, you know, we just, (laughs) you know, it's funny. Like we, we say things like this and then we blow up and then next thing you know, you have people in the comments talking about Craig and stuff like that. Like he's an actual person. Like it's gonna (laughs) be hilarious. But, um, so yeah, we just, you know, really, really thankful, you know, um, I'm out here in DFW trying to look for who has like some of the best fries so I can go and give me like some chili cheese and bacon fries because I'm tired of eating Wendy's Baconator fries. Even though they're delicious every time, I just I just want something that don't taste like you prepared it in 30 seconds flat.
2: Oh, oh, Mr. Rexon Max, I'm sorry to cut you off, sir. But seeing seeing as how you didn't give us your take during the first part, perhaps you can regale us of uh, the research that you did on the chicken sandwiches here in um in the DFW area, yeah, that could area. be something for
0: the Plus Rains podcast. Like we we could come definitely on, man. Do you just talked Plus about Rains fries. Podcast. You can't talk
2: about chicken sandwiches for like two minutes. Come on, but let's it's go. two
0: different things, man. I just tell y'all this, man. Go, you know, Popeyes doesn't have the best chicken sandwich. I just put a dude on the Burger King chicken sandwich yesterday, and he came to work talking about, oh my god, like I I didn't know, I didn't know, and I was like, yeah, I told you, bro. Even <laughs> now, you finally got it in your life, and you messed up. So yeah man definitely go like Popeye's isn't the best one uh it's third on my list I've tried how many how many have I tried I've tried Burger King KFC, KFC Burger King Popeye's, Popeyes churches Zaxby's. Zaxby's and out of all them Burger King is only third on the list so it's it's not the best one I tell you guys you know the Burger King one is definitely the best one it's it's the king of the heel the close second is the kfc one go try that kfc one that thing is is spicy it's the spiciest one out of all of them and it's pretty delicious don't go try zaxby's i mean unless you like you know great value in the back of the freezer for like nine months hard not real chicken chicken you know then go try Zach. i mean that sounds you know nice to you for some people it might you know if you like eating chicken with the consistency of notebook paper wild rule you know, go get you the Zaxby's chicken sandwich. Is you might have you a good time. <laughs> you buy <might laughs> you a good time. So, uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll meet. I'm pretty sure me and Devin will save our ultimate, you know, chicken sandwich tier list uh, for the Plus Friends podcast. We're trying to get Mister uh, MC Amazing to go get cultured and uh, more things than
2: just uh, roaming the world. And the only the only one I haven't had, I think, is the uh, Zaxby's one. Wait, so you had the KFC one? yeah
0: oh snap well let's hurry up in this because we got to talk about that so we'll see you guys next time uh on the next <laughs> input output podcast y'all peace out be safe you know what i'm saying don't do nothing uh i wouldn't do because mr gaming lift will find you A.K. bruce wayne <laughs> so yeah, peace out y'all
2: take it easy y'all have a good one love peace and hair grease everybody